God help me, I love it. It makes me bathe. The man has no respect for crud. Another week in command, and I'd have had you out of that dress. I'm not that easy. Major Frank Burns. Just friends, sir. I mean, he's not here, sir. Started the minute I got out of my civvies. Civvies? Civvies, that's it. Of course. Your ladies' clothes are your defense against the system. Hey, MASH fans, it's time for another episode of the MASH 4077 podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Kenny, and joining me once again are my good pals, Al. Hi. And Simon. Gentlemen. (laughs) (laughs) Today we're discussing Season 4, Episode 3, Change of Command. It's the 75th episode overall, directed by Gene Reynolds, written by Everett Greenbaum and... Jim Fritzel. The original air date is September 19th, 1975, and the production code is G501. And that's another thing I'm going to change around here. No more gambling. Frank, it does give the men something to look forward to every month. Margaret, you're beginning to sound like Blake. Soft. Nonsense. I want this place to be as GI as you do. What a slob that man was. May he rest in peace. Another of my new regulations. Under no circumstances will enlisted men use the officer's latrine. They've been sneaking in at night, you know. How can you tell? One knows where one's own kind has been. Major Frank Burns, commanding officer. A boyhood dream come true. My own command, you at my side, an incoming box, an outgoing box. War. God help me, I love it. Now, the plot summary for this interesting and wonderfully, wonderfully acted episode has Frank's days as commander are short-lived when he is informed that a replacement is on the way. Colonel Potter, a former cavalry soldier and a regular army man, makes Hawkeye and BJ a bit nervous at first until he performs well in the OR and the boys discover he drinks a lot and enjoys it. (laughs) (laughs) Done. Nice little bar. And right in our own neighborhood. What do we call it? In the corner, let's call it the corner bar. <laughs> it's been used. But I got it. I got it. Frank's bed, now doing business as Joe's Bar and Grill. If my wife calls, I'm not here. <laughs> Henry would have loved this. Fair man with a bottle, you say? Henry? He could have been a comparison drinker. The man was born with a spare tank. I really miss him. How about the Henry Blake Memorial Bar? I'll buy that. Let's break it in. I'll throw out the first drunk. When he like it, it'll be me. Sirs? Yes, young man. How many in your party? Huh? As you can see, we're jammed, but if you give us your name, we'll have you paged here at the bar. A couple of table 27 are leaving. Busboy, set up table 27 for the young man in the green tuxedo. We usually hold it for Cesar Romero, but he sprained his mustache. Uh, Sirs, with your permission, would you stop horsing around, please? You hate the table. Uh, no, the table's fine, really. Uh, can I fix you a Shirley Temple or a Raw Rogers? Is it true about those two? Oh, come on, would you? Shh, shh, shh. We're getting a new commanding officer. Frank's out. Shh. Great. 
Great. I've been sticking pins in my Frank Burns doll for a year. Colonel Sherman Potter, surgeon, medical. USA. Regular army? Career man. Trouble? An army doctor. A lot of people bleeding by the numbers. He's got to be a loser, otherwise why would they dump him in a mesh? A career man. That's even worse than Frank, who's neither one nor the other. How'd he take it? Frank. Are you kidding? My palms are sweating off. I'm afraid to tell him. You better show him the orders, Radar. He'll hit me. Come on. No, he's been murdering me. Making me shave. He makes me bathe. The man has no respect for crud. Let's go with him, BJ. No pleasure. Wait, would you really? That's terrific. Old table 27. Uh, guest stars, well, we have the regular bunch of guest stars here, uh, starting off with William Christopher as Father Francis Mulcahy, the 13th, 15th, and <laughs> <laughs> And, of course, we have Jeff Maxwell, who plays Igor Sorminsky. And Kelly Nakahara plays Lieutenant Kelly Yamoto. Well, where's the mail? I got here ten minutes ago. Um, I've got it, sir. Well, is there anything for me? Um, <clears throat> well, nothing for Mrs. Burns, sir. I don't care what I didn't get. No, sir. What did I get? Um, here's a card from your veterinarian. Oh, time for your rabies shot. Weisenheimer, shouldn't you be eating or something? We just had a cupcake on the train. I've warned you, Honeycutt. Don't let this man corrupt you. I'm doing my very best, sir. And what else is there, Corporal? Um, uh, your service station back home is having a free buffet to open their new Louvre rack, and uh, they're going to be having punch and balloons and Greasy the Clown. <laughs> oh, what's this? It looks official. Um, <clears throat> oh... You're being replaced, sir. What? Smelling salts for two, doctor. This is outrageous. It's completely unfair. Oh, no, Major. This is uh, not an unusual occurrence at all. I mean, this is the way the Army is run. After all, we are all merely cogs in a giant military medical machine. And each cog occasionally has to lose a tooth on the gear of life. Now, um, if you'll all excuse me, I'd uh, best prepare for the change of command. All right, why don't you start us off, Simon? Uh, okay, well, fantastic opening, I think, for uh, Elder Harry Morgan here. Uh, yeah. I think mm-hmm. it's a, a brilliant start. And that, <laughs> that's all I've got in my notes. Um, <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what happened. I, think, I know, I, my I notes are very long. Because <laughs> <laughs> it, it's starting to tile off as, a, as I go along. Um, no, I mean, it's always a good sign, actually, when I don't write many notes on there unless certain things stick out or, are like, you know, yeah. um, there's mistakes yeah. out of yours. So, no, I, I, think it's a, I think it's a great episode. I love the way that they all think he's going to be, you know, a, a real hard-ass yeah. uh, military soldier, you know. Um, Frank's, you know, thinking, oh, this, you know, we're going to have a camp full of, you know, it's going to be back to military style and everything like that. Um, and also the, the performance in the OR. I love the OR scene where he turns around and he gives the encouragement of, like, mm-hmm. I think he says, go on, son, you can do it. Yes. And, and it, it's obviously, a, you know, a bleeder. It's obviously the patient could seriously die on the table. Yeah. And um, with his encouragement, Boom, straight away. Clamp. Got a bad bleeder here. Oh, my Lord. Retract that a little bit more. Get some suction in there. Suction. Here, give me that. Can you get that bowel out of the way? I need some help here. Pack it off. I'll keep the pressure on it. You're not going to lose him. Oh, you're doing just fine, son. 
No more suction, nurse. Thank you, doctor. Yeah, that's coming along. And then when he says, mm. you know, I could do with a nip. What time is it? 3.30 a.m. Uh, I could use a belt. Colonel, Captain Honeycutt and I know just the place. Check your tablecloths, candlelight. Out here? Pizza? No, but you can chew on a rubber glove. <laughs> you know, and you think, hello, and that, the way Beach and Hawkeye <laughs> both look at each other and they're back to the It's wonderful, and, and straight away you've got the, the warmth. Of course, you know, I, I don't know if this is in the behind the scenes, I apologise if I, if I say this, but... Of course, he's already been in Mash, uh, playing yes. a different character, and, yeah. and that was a, that was a grown out, you know, a, a mad character in essence. So it's good to see him, you know, coming back and playing someone who's who's totally different, you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, but I, I I love Harry Morgan, and and I think I think we well we, when he sadly passed away, we you know we all we did the episode special episode on mm-hmm. him, and it, it, I had the great pleasure of uh, of, of writing and um, and reading that out. Um, yeah, I love it. I think it's great. Such a great start to, to his character. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Um, yeah, I mean, I have in big letters, I love Potter. So, I mean, that was, it was, I, it was a fantastic introduction to this character. Like Med said, you think he's going to be one way, but then he ta- winds up being 180 degree different, you know, but he's still stern. He's still different than Henry. He's not the fun, go mm. lucky, you know, kind of whimsical, funny guy. He still has his hard edge, but he's also very understanding and very, you know, you can tell he he he's going to be a good commander from just that few minutes that we get to know him in this episode. Um, I loved his whole interaction with Klinger. Colonel Potter, sir. Corporal Klinger. I'm Section 8, head to toe. I'm wearing a Warner bra. I play with dolls. My last wish is to be buried in my mother's wedding gown. I'm nuts. I should be out. Horse hockey. I've seen these dodges for 40 years. All the tricks. Knew a private pretended he was a mare, carried a colt in his arms for weeks. Another fellow said he was a daisy, insisted we water him every morning. No, no, Corporal, it ain't gonna go with me. Now you get out of that frou-frou and into a uniform, and you stay in uniform. <laughs> Dismissed! Radar, I'm finished. I gotta burn my bloomers. You know, you know, uh, Klinger trying to pull one over on his, and he's like, you know, I've been in this army way too long to let this and then he goes through all the people that were kind of crazy or tried to get out of the army doing other crazy things uh i liked all that um i liked his interaction with radar was was fantastic why uh radar oh well uh sometimes i can tell what's going to happen before it happens is that so yes sir the officers of the train is to the right sir thank you you're welcome um, the, like Meds mentioned, the whole operation scene was amazing. You can tell he's a fatherly figure to everybody, you know. And you know, and they were all worried because he hasn't, you know, he's been behind the desk for two years. What'd you find out? He's mostly administration. He hasn't been in an operating room for two years. Terrific, Margaret. If this guy's a klutz, if he gets into any kind of trouble, give me a nudge or BJ. Right. And he jumped right back in, and he even admits that he was kind of little leery going back into the operation you know going back into the operation room they were pretty shaky going in i gotta tell you sitting behind a desk for two years i thought i might have lost my touch but i guess surgery's like a bicycle once you learn it you never forget nice to know there's a little pizzazz left in the old digits and um 
It just it was just an overall it was just a great episode. Maybe I I must have most smiled from beginning to end of that episode. <laughs> um, of course, you know you have Frank throwing a tantrum. No 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 no! It's not fair! It's not fair! It's not fair! It's my mash! It's mine! It's mine! It's mine! It's mine! I know, darling. There, there. Oh, I already wrote, mommy. Oh, oh, your mother will understand. I mean, my wife. Which it just makes me cringe because he's like a little baby. And he's actually crying and kicking his feet and legs on the, you know, the cot. And then he leaves, you know, and he, he abandons his post. And I'm like, I mean, Frank does a lot of crazy things, but that just, that really bothered me. Just because I know in the real army, if he left, if he'd be AWOL, you know. But, um, yeah, I just, I mean, I just, I really, really liked this episode. All of it. It was just fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about you, Al? Yeah, I liked I liked it too, and uh, we see Frank doing something similar to that later on too, don't we? Yeah, we do. Yeah. Yep. Um, I I did I, I enjoyed the episode. I, I thought it was a great uh, introduction to the Potter character. One thing I didn't quite like so much is they they kind of started the episode without thought to the previous episode, like Frank had just now taken over uh, command. You know, that's kind of the way it seemed to me that they were. Just, you know, well, you that know, was they it. actually did because Wayne Rogers didn't. They wrote the first episode already. They wrote this episode already to introduce Potter. Uh huh. And Wayne Rogers had um, left. So they had to go back and rewrite these episodes. Ah, to make oh, I up. see. So that, so actually, the, the Welcome to Korea part one and two were written after this one. And they, so they had to do some like juggling. Oh, so I that's see. That's why it feels a little different. Yeah, kind of dis- disconnected. Yeah. This pro- the production code is 501, though, isn't it? It is. It's 501 because it was the first episode written. Yeah. And the oh, welcome... Does that not mean it was the first one filmed, then? It was the first one. It was It was the first one. No, it doesn't necessarily mean it was filmed first. So the production code, what, what does that associate with? Does that associate with the writing or with the, you know, the writing of the episode or it's the just, actual filming? It's the number that we give uh, an episode. It's just for number. Numbering right. an episode. There's, I mean, there's no rhyme or reason. You know, normally it's always the season and then the episode. Right. So it's like, you know, this technically should be four o three. Right. You know, but for some reason they do K and Js and Gs. Jeez. And, you know. Well, at least with Lost, it was very understand. <laughs> you can understand what the heck they're talking about there. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's not, no. not when you're watching it. <laughs> well, no, that's true. <laughs> now, wait a minute. Why does that man have breasts? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, I thought that uh, I thought that Klinger had a lot of awesome one liners in this episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Tiny little livestock that, <laughs> I, I, you know, I remember after watching this episode, you know, that was like the joke of the school, you know? Yeah. Yeah. He wanted, you know, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and I love how Potter begins to accept Radar's talent. Yep. You know, he's kind of like, son, you can't tell what's going to happen before it happens. Whoa. Maybe I know. I, 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 that was awesome. That yeah. Was funny. Um, you guys mentioned it, the, the drinking in the swamp towards mm-hmm. the end. There's a long, long night of waiting until my dreams all come true. Till the day when I'll be going down that long, long trail. That was They're absolutely singing. fantastic. So good. Except for the singing. The harmonies were horrible. I like the singing. I thought <laughs> oh, that harmony was, was horrible. horrible. But, I mean, they were, you know, they were 
becoming friends. It was awesome. Yeah. I thought it was really now cool. Now, that, that's proper drunken acting. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> and you happen. should know. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I really do think that Potter was a, was a terrific addition to the show. Yeah. Uh, he was totally opposite to Henry, but he wasn't over the top like Frank. And yes. he kind of brought a, kind of brought a fatherly value yes. to the commanding officer role. Yep. I, I really enjoyed him. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very cool. Stick that horn in your ear. On your feet, soldier. I'm Colonel Potter. Oh, boy. I'm sorry, sir. I had no idea you were who you are, Colonel Potter, sir. Get my gear, son. Yes, sir. Your permission to cover up my nakedity? Right. Thank you, sir. You got a name? Yes, sir. Corporal O'Reilly, company clerk. I'm sorry about this, sir. Saddle goes to my office. That box in my office. The rest of my tent. Oh, yes, sir. What were you doing with that shiny cardboard? Getting a tan, sir. That sun will rip the hide right off of you. Oh, yes, sir. I was... You expecting a horse later, sir? Wish I were. I've had this saddle since my cavalry days in the Great War. World War I, sir? Fifteen years old. Lied about my age. Had big thighs for a boy. All right, let's move on to some behind the scenes. I will start us off in this episode. Colonel Potter relates that he lied about his age to get into World War I, saying he was 15, which means he was born around 1902, making him no older than 51 during the Korean War. In a later episode, he tells Dr. Friedman that he was 62, which means he was born somewhere around 1889. Ooh. Yeah. Per the title, a change in command is handing over the official duties of the ranking officer from one commander to another. Uh, the reason for the ongoing joke about Father Mulcahy doing Methodist services comes from the fact that William Christopher is really a Methodist. That's very cool. Oh, yeah. so he does that. He 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 uses the method uh, style of acting, right? Yes, is that what yes, that means? that's what that yeah. meant. Yes, he uses oh. method. <laughs> Uh. Ironically, Harry Morgan would go on to play the man who he toasted, Harry Truman. He played him in a miniseries, Backstairs at the White House. Uh, Very interesting. Uh, just uh, jumping back a little bit, uh, I've noticed on our Facebook page um, that people have been talking about um, the episode that we covered a few weeks ago uh, regarding our, uh, who's the bloke in charge of the war. In his, uh, MacArthur? Yeah, the the, MacArthur. MacArthur, yeah, yeah, the one with the pipe. Um, because he's not credited, the person who plays him. And loads of people think that it's actually Robert Mitchum. Is it Robert Mitchum? Yeah, yeah, Robert yeah Mitchum. I saw that. I, I saw that on our, on our yeah, Facebook page. Yeah. Interesting. And even when you type that in on the, the old... Because I, I have been searching to try and find out who it is, <laughs> even, with, even doing stills. Yeah. And, you know, you can't really... The person does look a bit like Robert Mitchum, but then again, Robert Mitchum does look like MacArthur. So, yeah. you know, it, yeah. it just goes there. But, uh, yeah, so it would have been interesting. Uh, another, another true person in the series there. Hmm. Awesome. See what you're missing if you don't go to our Facebook and... Like us and yeah. there you go. And yeah, we we do uh, we do answer and we do argue yeah. on the Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Father Mulcahy. Oh, yes, of course. Uh huh. Mm hmm. Uh huh. You're clean. Thank God, sir. Catholic. Yes, sir. 
Can you do a Methodist thing for me on Sunday? I handle all denominations, Colonel. Any other Methodists in the outfit? Two or three. Good, I hate to sing alone. Major Houlihan. Sir. Chief Nurse. Yes, sir. Ten years, spotless record. Thank you, sir. Major Frank Burns. Just friends, sir. I mean, he's not here, sir. He's indisposed. Captain Pierce. Yo. Keep your yo's to yourself. Captain Honeycutt. Yes, sir. You two were reprimanded by Major Burns for setting fire to the latrine. That was an accident. We were having a weenie roast. In the latrine? We're not allowed to cook in our tents, sir. Also, Pierce, it says here you had a live chicken flown here by helicopter, claiming it was a patient. That was a rare bird, Colonel. It could tap dance. And a year ago, the Tokyo Provo Marshal claims you stole a steam shovel. I couldn't get a cab. I gather you drink. Only to excess. Colorful officers, I must say. Well, that is one thing I do not need. I would greatly appreciate it if for the next 18 months you keep your noses clean. Dismissed. All right, you can find MASH 4077 all over the internet. You can find us at Facebook, www.facebook.com slash MASH 4077 podcast. And you can follow us on Twitter at MASH 4077 podcast. And you can follow me at Hawkeye Meds. You can find me, Kenny, at Geeky Fanboy. And I am at Tales Podcast. And we have a website and you can find that at www.mash4077podcast.com. We have a blog. You can find that at www.mash4077podcast.blogspot.com. And if you ever find yourself wanting to give us an email, you can send those to mash4077podcast at gmail.com. Why not come along and spend some of your hard-earned money at our MASH online store? And that's at www.zazzle.com slash mash4077podcast. And you can hear the MASH 4077 podcast on Stitcher Smart Radio. Stitcher allows you to listen to your favorite shows directly from your smart devices, on demand and on the go. Don't have Stitcher? Download it for free today at stitcher.com or in your app store and search for MASH 4077 Podcast. All right, so I guess that's going to do it for this episode. Again, another three thumbs up. We're doing pretty yeah. good with these uh, sets well. that we're recording right now. Um, very cool. A, a great introduction to what obviously is my favorite character of all time of MASH. So love Potter. We'll always love Potter, and, and this was a fantastic episode. Yeah. Cool. Well, I am Kenny. I am Meds. And I'm Hulk Hogan, brother. <laughs> we'll be seeing ya. This is Opal's Pride of Philly. Bought her in 47. In the hubcap, she looks like a 46. Now, this is Sylvia B., Opal's Pride sister. Look at that rump. Oh, you can tell they're sisters. You got an eye for horseflesh, Hawkeye. He's good at rumps. <laughs> Colonel, sir, Major Frank Burns. Oh. Reporting for duty, sir. It's a nasty bruise, Major. Pain is uh, no stranger to me, sir. He's had athlete's foot all his life. The colonel can count on me as his second-in-command to maintain peak military efficiency and discipline, which I established. I appreciate that, Major. Colonel Potter, sir. 
I found your bridle. Good. It was in with the trusses. Thank you, son. Clinger. Nice outfit. Well, thank you, sir. It's from the Shirley Temple collection. My name is Al. And I'm Joyce. And we're, we're huge, huge Disneyland, Disneyland fans. In fact, we love the Disneyland Resort so much, we host a podcast dedicated to the happiest place on earth to share that passion with others. That's right. On our show, Tales from the Mouse House Disneyland Podcast, we share current resort news, some tips and tricks we've learned over the years to help make your Disneyland Resort vacation the most magical experience ever. We uncover little-known and often-overlooked gems we like to call hidden treasures and even review the attractions and places to eat that make the Disneyland Resort so much fun. And if that wasn't enough, we even share some video episodes to help keep you in that Disney magic state of mind. If you're a longtime fan of the Disneyland Resort or you've just recently discovered the magic, this podcast is for you. You can find Tales from the Mouse House Disneyland Podcast at www.talescast.com and in iTunes. And remember, make, make it, it a Mickey, Mickey day. Hey there, MASH fans, this is Meds. Now, as you know, both myself, Al and Kenny have our own individual podcasts, and mine is called Waffle on Podcast, and we talk about classic television programmes and films from around the world. So if you think that's your cup of tea, or cup of coffee, whichever you like, then come over to iTunes and type in Waffle on Podcast. Or, of course, you can go to our main site, which is at Podbean, so just type in waffleon.podbean.com. We would be honoured if you join us. was a scene in California's Mojave Desert five years ago. Our historic first view of the newcomer's ship. Theirs was a slave ship carrying a quarter million beings bred to adapt and labor in any environment. But they've washed ashore on Earth with no way to get back to where they came from. And in the last five years, the newcomers have become the latest addition to the population of Los Angeles. Alienation, the Newcomers Podcast, is a fan cast devoted to the groundbreaking but short-lived TV series Alienation. This series tackles social issues like racism, bigotry, and intolerance with an alien twist. Each month, we will bring you a podcast dedicated to a single episode. The host will give you their thoughts on the episode, as well as some little-known behind-the-scenes information. So please subscribe to Alienation, the Newcomers Podcast on iTunes, or visit our website at alienationpodcast.com. Hi, this is Chris. And this is Rick. And we're the hosts of the Ragtag Fugitive Podcast. We're celebrating the original Battlestar Galactica series, and we're doing that by... uh watching an episode in total and commenting on it as it runs. And you know what's really fun about it is we're attempting to bring guest hosts in with us so that we can talk kind of like that mystery science theater kind of thing. And we sometimes we make a little fun of the episode, and sometimes we talk about how cool it is, so you just never know what you're going to get when you listen. Yes. So come and join us. We're on iTunes. You can find us by searching for Ragtag Fugitive Podcast, and we're on the Stitcher Radio Network. 
You also can visit our cool website and make comments and have fun looking around in the officer's lounge and all that jazz by going to ragtagfugitivepodcast.com. You have our word as a warrior. Word as a warrior? Plank down your cubits and come on over and let's play a game of Pyramid, the Ragtag Fugitive Podcast. By your command. MASH 4077 Podcast is a Geeky Fanboy production and has a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, works 3.0, United States license. All rights reserved. Makes Hawkeye and BJ a bit nervous that... uh, In this episode, Colonel Polder relates... Per the title, a change in command is handing... (coughs) Excuse me. Yeah, it's it's that uh, chapstick issue I have, you know, (laughs) coming up on me. 